Who are you? I'm the player to be named later. And you should recognize me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Players to be Named Later podcast. We missed you last week. We had some mitigating circumstances as... Well, we're just not going to get into it, but we didn't have a show last week. But tomorrow, we are going to cover all of the football action that we missed and what we can look forward to next week. But today, the day before the playoffs start, this is the calm before the storm. And it was almost a lot worse than we almost had chaos. A lot of chaos in both leagues. What's up, Danny boy? How you feeling? Hey, what's up? Um, We can talk about it. So the reason why there was no show last week is I lost my father. Um, just wasn't feeling up to doing it. Just working through this. Um, this is something that I like to do. No need to get into all that with me. But we did have chaos. There was said to be chaos until the Nationals decided there not to be chaos. Well, it was more than just what was going on in the AL wildcard. We could have had chaos in the NL West as well. Kind of snuck up on me. Didn't realize how close the Dodgers were to making that a one-game playoff to see who was going to play the Cardinals. But, yeah. So, yeah. You ready to break it down? It's crazy when you think about it, right? Because the AL wildcard pitcher is what would have been the real chaos. It would have been awesome to see the Dodgers in San Francisco, the two best teams in the MLB, play that one-game playoff to see who gets basically the number one seed to play that team again, in my opinion. A day later, basically. Uh, agree to disagree on that one. I mean, uh, you know, agree to disagree. I I think you're putting the cart before the horse there when it comes to assuming the Cardinals are going to lose because that team's hot. Hot, 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 hot. And the best thing you want is a mediocre team to get hot at the end of the year. Look at what they did in, what was it, 06? 83 wins, got hot at the end of the year, and then ran the damn table. Well, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I will say is is Vegas doesn't disagree with me. The the Dodgers are minus two twenty-five favorites going into this. Okay. Which point? My point is is you have probably the best pitcher in the game pitching against the Cardinals in the wild card. And that's mm-hmm. a game we get to see on Wednesday. But before we get into that, because I think we're going to have some good conversation about that, let's talk about that American League wildcard game. Well, now, now before before we get there, you're pointing out, yes, he is the best pitcher in the league, but how often was Clayton Kershaw the best pitcher in the league and choked to St. Louis in the playoffs? We're talking about Max Scherzer. This man, I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen this man choke in the playoffs. Well, he hasn't been in the playoffs all that much either. Let's go. Let's let's do talk about that American League wild card game. It's going to be the Yankees and the Red Sox, the second best rivalry in baseball. You can address our hate mail, the hate mail to the ptbnl at gmail.com for that one, folks. But yes, second best rivalry in baseball behind Chicago St. Louis. I may be partial, but I don't care. You definitely are partial to that. <laughs> It'll be Garrett Cole, 18 and 6, 323 ERA, 243Ks against Nathan Avaldi. The right-handers 11-9 with a 3.75 ERA, 195 strikeouts. Danny, give me a deep dive. What are we looking at? 
Uh, so we are looking at a struggling Garrett Cole. I don't care what anybody says. Ever since the MLB cracked down on the sticky substances, Garrett Cole's ERA shot through the roof. He was not the same pitcher that he was against Nathan Avaldi, who has always been a, a, a slightly above average pitcher. I'm, I'm curious to know if this was the Red Sox first choice here because they were basically playing through this whole – they were playing to get in. There was no setting up for the playoff game. So it'll be interesting to see. We got some guys here with – we have Danny Santana with a 14 plate appearances, 14 at-bats against Garrett Cole, and he's batting a swift 643. Uh, DJ LeMayhew is batting – with his 37 plate appearances against Avaldi is batting 324. So I'm this game's a set at an eight and a half over under. Uh, it's it's with the juices leaning towards it getting ready to go to nine. I'm thinking this is going to be a high scoring game and it's going to be a, a slobber knocker. Oh, hello, JR. Um, is this a revenge game for Avaldi, you think? For the Yankees just straight up releasing him? Uh, I mean, maybe slightly. I don't know how much I'm taking that into play. Like, these one these wild card games we're really looking at. I picture this might be a bullpen game. You might you're giving it everything you got, especially against these two clubs. I think if either one of these pitchers get into trouble early, uh, there's a short leash. Maybe not as short for Cole as Avaldi, but it's going to be kind of short. Okay, so you're going to give me a pick here. I'm leaning towards. I, I'm. Uh... Yeah. Leaning toward the Yankees. I'm leaning toward okay, the so, Yankees. So you're on the same side as Vegas. Vegas has them at minus 120. They got the Red Sox at plus 100. I have the Red Sox here. I just think they're going to come through and get it done, and we're going to see a little Yankee spanky. Never say that again. That's infamous here in Baltimore. Okay? So your official pick is the? The Red Sox. They're going to spank the Yankees. Okay, all right, we'll see. Keeping track of this one, so we're going to call it come the World Series. Let's talk about the National League wildcard game and what a game it's going to be. You know, we have perhaps two of the best pitchers going right now, with it being, I think Scherzer is, I agree with you, probably one of the best pitchers in baseball, if not the best pitcher in baseball, against Adam Wainwright, who is having just all kinds of a resurgent year. Wainwright is 40 years old, 17 at 7, 3.05 ERA, 174 Ks for somebody who is 40. 40, Daniel. Yeah. Max Serger, 8 and 4, 2.76 ERA, 147 Ks. Let's take a look at how some of the, just how these guys stack up. Um, Scherzer is from Chesterfield, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis. He's going to be playing the team he admittedly grew up watching. These two, I don't believe, have ever faced off in the playoffs. Scherzer's an eight-time All-Star. He won the World Series in 2019. He was an MLB first-teamer in 2019. He has won three Cy Youngs in 2013, 2016, and 2017. He has led the league in wins four times. He has led the league in strikeouts three consecutive years, 16, 17, and 18. He has two no-hitters in the same year, 2015, June 20th and October 3rd. He has an immaculate inning. He actually has a couple of them. May 14th, 2017, June 5th, 2018, and September 12th, 2021. He's tied for the most strikeouts in nine innings as he threw a 20-strikeout game May 11th, 2016. 
He is tied for the most consecutive seasons with 250 strikeouts, and he has the most immaculate innings pitch at three, tied with Sandy Koufax. Can you give me the other one, Dan? I can't. Chris Sale. That's not surprising. Not at all. He uh, Not back in his heyday. That's not surprising at all. Not at all. Now we take a look at Adam Wainwright. The stats aren't nearly as great for Wainwright, but Wainwright may have more of a pedigree when it comes to this kind of stuff. He was a three-time All-Star in 10, 13, and 14. Won the World Series in 2016. He is a two-time Gold Glove Award winner, a one-time Silver Slugger Award winner. He is the Roberto Clemente Award winner in 2020, and he's led the league in wins in 09 and 13. Now, Wainwright also is going to be well, he's also one of the few pitchers to have a series-clinching save. He got that in 2006 as a closer for the Cardinals and to start a World Series game. Not that common, you'll find out. So, and oh, by the way, that save in the World Series was in his rookie season. He is going he is going to come back for the Cardinals next year. Him and Yadier Molina, as well as that batter, he's going to continue to set all kinds of records. Wainwright got his 2,000 strikeout this year. He is second in Cardinals history behind. Can you guess who that is, Daniel? No, I don't. You know I'm not. You know I'm more of an in the moment kind. How of. how how do you not know who the best Cardinal pitcher of all time is? Well, I don't care about the Cardinals. Best pitcher of all time, it can be argued, at least top five. Had the best single-season pitching year ever. You're a stat guy. You should know this. Why are you asking me these questions early in the morning? 1968, 1.12 ERA, 17 strikeouts in a World Series game. Just just spit it. You're fucking dead to me, Dan. Bob Gibson. So he doesn't even come to mind. Stop. It's top five pitcher. Oh, who, okay. Who is a top... Just, uh, mm. Before I have a freaking aneurysm, and you're doing this on purpose. You're doing this on purpose. Uh, a few interesting facts about Scherzer. He is the youngest pitcher to have defeated all 30 MLB teams in his career. I mean, the dudes, both these guys are probable Hall of Famers. I'd say Scherzer definitely, and Wainwright may be on the edge. But Wainwright uh, getting that, what, you said that was his 2000th guy? Yeah. I think that uh, I think that helps him. I think that definitely helps his case. Uh, Scherzer got his 3,000th strikeout September 12th, 2021, the same day he pitched his last immaculate inning, and it was Eric Hosmer. So, no surprise there. Hosmer likes to strike out. Um, so let's hear who you're picking, Dan. I'm pretty sure I already know you're going with the Dodgers. I mean, look, you, 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 you're going to say what you want to say. You know I'm a Dodgers fan. You know I've been a Dodgers fan for a while. Um, when you have the Orioles here in Baltimore, you have to have a team that you can, that you can root for, too, that has a mm. chance in winning. Um, so, yes, I'm taking the Dodgers. Uh, the over-under on this game, I want your opinion on this before you give me your pick. The over-under is set at seven and a half runs. What do you think? Seven and a half? Total. Under. I agree 100% with you. I think this game is going to be a pitcher's duel. I think this is opposite of the Yankees-Red Sox game. I think both these pitchers have a pretty long leash. If I'm giving one of them a shorter leash, I actually think it's Scherzer because of all that firepower you have in the Dodgers' bullpen. 
Agreed. But um, remember, firepower also gets turned around a lot. And this Cardinals team has three 30 home run hitters, and everybody up and down that lineup's got pop. Agreed. They do have pop, but don't forget about that Dodgers lineup either. Right. But you see, the thing is, the Cardinals, they do have fire in that bullpen, but they also have the craftiness of some veterans out there. I think both these pitchers go seven. They'd probably go nine if they had the DH. This is going to be settled in either extra innings or late late in the game on a home run. See, I think they both go six. And I'm telling you, the 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 lineup that the Cardinals can put out there with Bader and Carlson and Arenado and Goldschmidt and O'Neill, that's a tough one one through five. I know the Dodgers are are stacked as well, but. I mean, I got to see it firsthand with that 17-game winning streak. There's something special in St. Louis. I want a lot of money. I, I know we argued about this on the last one, about how I wasn't sure if they were going to make it. And I'll be honest with you. I started looking at the stats and looking at everything. They won me a lot of money betting a lot of first fives. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're, you're right, though. You look at these you, you look at these lineups. You look at what the, what the Dodgers are going to be putting out there. Betts, Seager, Turner, Turner, Muncy. There's a lot of strikeouts there. There's a lot of strikeouts there. Not as many as before. Not as no, many but there's there's still a lot there. But I mean, you know, you can say the same thing about New York, Boston too. There's a lot of there's going to be a lot of strikeouts there. There is a an, lot of strikeouts there. I'm assuming you're going with the Cardinals here. Of course, I can't bet against my home team. Okay, I, so. I already feel bad when we did the pre pre playoff thing and we talked about how the Cardinals weren't going to make the playoffs. Um, by the way, we sucked at that. We sucked at that. Oh, yeah, we were, that was pretty bad, if I remember correctly. Um, well, we got the Red Sox and the Rays. Uh, Oakland never made it, and we both had Oakland. Uh, let's see. Man, I was rooting for Seattle there towards the end. You had you had the Dodgers, or you had the Padres. I had the Reds. We sucked there. Uh, yeah, you you had the Phillies going all the way. No, I didn't. You had him going on. Oh, wait, that's the division. Excuse me. My bad. You had the Phillies in there. I had the Phillies in there. Uh, I had the Phillies going all the way to to get beat by the White Sox. And you had the Rays over L.A. in the American – or the Rays over the Dodgers. And that's my conspiracy theory right there. That's my conspiracy theory, World Series, and it's still alive. (laughs) The Lightning, the Bucks, and now it's the Rays' turn. All right, fair enough, fair enough, we'll see. I mean, the Rays had a hell of a year. Let's take a look at some of these standings. The Rays were the only team in the American League to finish above the 100-win plateau, and they finished at 100 wins. They were 162, they closed out the season on a 7-3 streak. Houston finished 95-67 and 67 in a bad American League West. They backed into the playoffs 4-6, and six, although they did win their final two games. The White Sox were in a bad American League Central, 93 and 69 they're gonna play houston in the opening round they were also seven and three we'll get to that here in a second now the chaos that could have been going into the final game of the year game 162 for this to be the max amount of chaos seattle would have had to win everybody else would have had to lose to force a four-way tie seattle and toronto would have had to win right which toronto won and Seattle lost, so you still had a chance for a three-way tie. And then the Red Sox and the Yanks both had to lose, which they did not. Right. 
So in the end, we got Boston and New York. Now, in the event there would have been a three-way tie, the Yankees would have gone to Boston. In the event there would have been a four-way tie, the Yankees would have gone to Boston. It was their choice, and they chose to play on the road. Interesting, no? Um, So I think that is because Toronto would have been the third team. And if New York would have lost, they would have then played at home against Toronto. So rather than going to Canada for that game in a different country, this is just all speculation. They chose to stay a couple hours away from New York, go play at Boston, and then have that possible home game if they lose. It makes sense. Now, this game is in Boston, so the Yankees do have their ideal matchup. That's going to be tomorrow at 8. Uh, it's going to be interesting because the loser of this, or I'm sorry, the winner of this game is going to take on the Tampa Bay Rays. So the American League East is going to have one team in the ALCS. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So you picked Boston. So let's go let's go through it. Boston and Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa. Okay. Uh I have the Yankees and you know what? Hate me all you want. I'm taking the Yankees. Interesting. I, I just think they're the weakest team in the playoffs. I agree. Call it a gut feeling. I think it's something special. I I can't explain it. I can't. But that's the way I feel. Let's talk about that other probably maybe one of the closest matchups between two teams. Oh, and I that's, don't even think this is close. Really? I think Who do you have? A, I think it's a gentleman's sweep for Houston. You're going to go five games? Okay. Uh, no. But that's all right. I'm taking Chicago. I just... Like I said, call it a gut feeling, but I don't think Larusa pisses this one away. I just, like I said, call it a gut. I. So one of us is going to be completely wrong on the ALCS side. Uh, we could be half and half. We could be half and half. Let's take a look at the National League matchups. We have the winner of the wild card is going to take on San Francisco. I know what you want to see. You want to see the Dodgers go to San Francisco, yes? Oh, yeah. Who do you want to win that one, Daniel? The Dodgers. So you're going L.A. over SF. I pick St. Louis. St. Louis and the Giants. Let me think here. Hmm. Listening to Joe Buck talk about who's better, Buster Posey or Yadier Molina. Hmm. And what could be Posey's last game... As in, in baseball, we know Molina's coming back. It's destiny. It's destiny. It's destiny. Cardinals over the Giants. Oh, here we go. This guy. He's just going to tease. It's destiny. Going, he's it's just going home look, right here. Look, I saw this in 2019 in hockey. Blues were out of the playoffs. Dead last. Huge winning streak, rolled all the way through the playoffs, and won the Stanley Cup. Cardinals, out of the playoffs. Huge winning streak, all the way through, going to win the World Series. Calling it now. Make fun of me in three weeks. All right. I'll make fun of you 
in three days. Here's another one that do you think this is as close as what I think it is? Milwaukee, Atlanta. I do. I think this is the closest matchup in the first round of the playoffs. Who do you have? Because I'm telling you. I don't you, know. I've been sitting here debating. Oh, that's that's such a. No, I'm, I'm going to pick someone, but I've been sitting here looking at this while you were sitting there basking in your happy thoughts of possibly, you know, of them going far. I just. This is just such a. I'm going to be honest. This is such a tough. Tough, tough, tough game. How, to do, how do you figure the the Brewers have two potential Cy Young winners? Either one could win this year. They have a lot of pop in that lineup, and it's Atlanta. Since 1995, what's Atlanta done in the playoffs? I'm taking Atlanta. You're a fool. So just by the by, we have. We do not match at all going into this. At all. At all. We have picked the opposite winners of each one. Let's take a look at the ALCS. Now, you have, let me let me double check here. You have Tampa Bay and Houston. Are you sticking by Tampa Bay? Yes. I think Tampa's the best team in the AL. Uh, by record, they are. Um, I mean, by, by play, they, I feel like they are, too. I have the Yankees and White Sox. I'm torn here, Dan, You're because torn. I be- I am. I am. I, I, I want to see the Yankees and Cardinals in the World Series. It's a classic matchup. It's the two historically best teams in baseball history from each league. Subjectively. No, historically they are. Subjectively. No, it's not subjectively. They are. Statistically, they are. Just to see all the historical video packages going back to World Series of yesteryear and everything else. I'd love to see this. That sounds like a Yankees and Cardinals fan right there. I, I And I don't even like the Yankees. That's why I'm picking the White Sox. Your NLCS is interesting. Dodgers in Atlanta. Do I got to ask? No, you can just move the Dodgers on. But why? Like, why are you discrediting Atlanta? I mean, granted, I already did, but I want to hear it out of your mouth. I want to hear it out of that filthy little mouth of yours. Why are you discrediting the Atlanta Braves? Do they have a chance? Is this a sweep? Is it a gentleman's sweep? What are we looking at? Uh, It goes six. They get two. You're, you're giving them six games? As high as you are on the Dodgers, you're giving them six games. Yeah, because they're going to screw up one of them at least. <laughs> Love the faith there, bud. I mean, I I'm, just being, I'm just being honest That's with awesome. you here. I'm just being honest with you here. One of the one of the games that they one of the games Atlanta gets there in the CS is going to be a blown save. One hundred percent, it's going to be a blown save. <laughs> You're going to take that prop bet then. Uh, most likely, when that one comes out. <laughs> All right, so I have the Cardinals and the Brewers rematch of the 1982 World Series back when the Brewers were in the American League. Honestly, I'm not. Sh- the Brewers beat. We'll beat Atlanta because the Brewers are a better team than Atlanta. See, I just think that division was so weak. The the Central or the yeah, East? The Central. How do you figure weak? I mean, yeah, Chicago was a seller at the deadline. And, and the Pirates. The Pirates, the Pirates. But the Reds were hot for a good chunk of the year. 
See, I don't think they were that hot. I think they just they had streak. They they were they were such a streaky team. And I I don't think the Brewers are a bad team by any means. Don't get me wrong. I think they have some great pitchers that you got Corbin Burns on that team, Brett Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, Eric Lau. Like like you have great pitchers on that team. I just I don't know. I just have I think the East was stronger and Atlanta is more well rounded. I don't think Atlanta got enough press in the East, to be honest, because you had that train wreck of a circus in New York. They took a lot of baseball headlines as far as how disappointing they've been and what their owner is trying to do with a complete rebrand of the franchise and bringing in stand-up comedians to do sets between innings or before and after the game and ridiculous stuff like that. And I think it was I think the East was more about the Nationals and the Phillies collapsing and just being terrible than it was than it was Atlanta being a good team. Milwaukee makes the best of a bad situation and Atlanta goes six, but Milwaukee wins. And I think the Cardinals go five games to beat Milwaukee. You think it's a gentleman's? Uh, I think. I think it could be, honestly, I think it could be a straight sweep. Milwaukee has rode those starters for so long, so deep into the season. I think they're tired and they have almost no playoff experience going in there. And See, that's just, another thing too, that like why I think Atlanta wins this. If you're going to use playoff experiences for that franchise, they have to lose in the first round because that's what they do. They choke. Who? The Braves? The Braves. They choke. It's debatable. Historically, they've choked. Best rotation in baseball history, and they won one World Series. One. With the best rotation in baseball history, they won one World Series. Uh, Yeah, we're going back to probably before you watched your first baseball game, but still. It's ridiculous. The Braves are ridiculous. I blame Ted Turner. Same way I blame Ted Turner for WCW dying. But that's a different show that no longer exists. World Series matchups. You're sticking with the Dodgers and Rays. I'm 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 keeping my conspiracy alive. So you're going Tampa Bay over the Dodgers. It, I hate it, but yes. I hate it, but yes. Give me something. Why? How many games? Besides, give you give you something besides the conspiracy. Yes, give me something baseball related other than the fact that it's Tampa. Tampa Bay is on top always. Um, uh, how do I? The Dodgers blow it. They they lose in six. It doesn't go seven. They lose in six. What? Um, Tampa's pitching is just the way that that team is managed dating back to the Joe Madden days and the way that team's ran. It's just, it's, they're due. That team's due to win another one. Um, Their pitching's been phenomenal. They have some of the best young hitters in baseball. I just. I want to point out that the only reason the Rays are where they're at is because the Cardinals have traded away prospects. Whose fault's that? Believing Matt Carpenter can be an everyday player at his age, having a stacked outfield, because honestly, as good as a Rosarena has been, 
I think we made the, the right decision there. You think you made the right decision there? Yeah, I do. I okay. do. I mean, who who are you gonna take out of who are you gonna take out of that outfield? Tyler O'Neill hit 30 home runs. Harrison Bader's gonna be a Gold Glove Award winner, and Dylan Carlson is one of the best all round players the Cardinals have. I'm taking Carlson out of the outfield for a Rosarena. Yeah, Rosarena. See me in a year. See me in two years. If Rosarena can keep this up for another two years, I'll agree with you. So the verdict's still out. So you, I think you so. Yes. You can't say you made the right decision because the verdict's still out. With As that. of this year, they've made the right decision. Okay. As of right now, they made the right decision. Okay. Which brings me to my World Series: Cardinals and White Sox. I believe this is I. It's not seventy. Fifty-seven. This. What? What is that? Highway between Chicago and St. Louis. Yeah, I believe that's 57. Uh, wow, Google, you're stupid. I'm going to be honest six, with six. you. If your World Series is the World Series, I don't know how interested I am in it. Oh, no, it is 55. So it's the I-55 series, the White Sox and the Cardinals. Tony LaRusa comes back. He's going to get an ovation for that in game one because I believe that would be in Chicago. Chicago finished 93 and 69. Cardinals finished. Yeah. Okay. So game three, he would get the ovation. The Cardinals will win this in five. The Cardinals win their 12th world championship. I know you're high. Oh, I'm going to be wrong. But you would do the same thing if Baltimore won 95 games and made a wild card spot, wouldn't you? No, I would just be happy they made a wild card game after the after what I've watched the last two years. You mean twenty years? No, I'm not gonna say twenty years because we had a run. Since that little kid reached over the fence and robbed Moises Alou of that of I'm that glad catch. You admit that that kid. Oh, dude, I've I've said this from the very beginning. That kid robbed the Orioles of a World Series appearance. He did. He absolutely did. But. It was a team. The Yankees were a team of destiny that year. They were going to go. And it's just a matter of who, which fan base wanted it more. And clearly it was the Yankees fan base that wanted it more. And that's why they, they cheated. Yankees always cheat. And it was a botched play by the umpires. And we saw a lot of that, especially this past Sunday in football. But that's the show for next week. So I have the Cardinals winning. You have the Rays winning. None of these are the same. In no way are they even close to the same. One of us could be completely right and the other could be completely wrong. You realize we did this in football a couple of weeks ago, too. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to point out, I have bragging rights on that, but we're going to discuss that tomorrow because I'm hot. Dan's not, although this past week was not great for me, but still I can pull it out with a tie. How would you feel about all this? I mean, I get where you're going because that that Tampa L.A. World Series, you got both coasts, you got all the travel. It's going to be interesting. Mine is kind of centricated in the Midwest with 250 miles between St. Louis and Chicago, but it's got history going with it. You'd be more excited to see Tampa LA. I'd be way more excited to see Tampa LA. Just for the just for the conspiracy fact of it. 
Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I want to ask you about your conspiracy theory, because obviously Tampa Bay does not have an NBA team. But Orlando is right there. No, it's not their time yet. It's a completely different area. Okay, no, it's not that far away. And they are the closest basketball team, I believe, to Tampa Bay. If it's going to be any basketball team in Florida, it's going to be the Heat. Of course it's going to be the Heat. But no, I got to look to see where everybody's at. I'm trying to find a good map for it. Yeah, or it's Orlando is closer to Tampa Bay than Miami. So you're you're <laughs> so you're going to say the conspiracy theory ends with a bad team. So is it much of a conspiracy theory then, Dan? Yeah, it's still a conspiracy because it's the city of Tampa. And they you- want the Rays. To, not only that, but we're also putting on the fact that the Rays are thinking about splitting time in Montreal. So, so really, a, I, I I just I don't see it. Like I, I I no, Dan, this is this is stupid. The city is the city of Tampa is where everyone is going to be flocking to soon. Mark my words. In what sport? Doesn't no, not just in life. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Now. You see, the problem I have with that is the Rays don't spend money because nobody goes to watch them. Period. I mean, it could it be that stadium is terrible? Yes. Could it be the location of that stadium is terrible? Yes. Yes. Could it be the owner doesn't like to spend money? Yes. Could it be there's more things to do in Tampa Bay than sit inside of a dome and watch a team play baseball? Yes. Ready for a hot take? Yeah, go ahead. The Montreal Expos play in 2023. You think they just leave Tampa? I think the Montreal Expos play in 2023. We see some realignment in baseball. The Astros go back to where they belong in the Central. Yeah, I think you're going to see some major realignment. I don't quite know why you would think there would be realignment. I just think because it's baseball. It's, aren't they do? I mean, how many how many times have we seen MLB just okay? We're gonna go. We're gonna switch this up. We're gonna switch this up. We're gonna do it this way. Plus, I think you may see two more expansion teams to go to 32, to go to four eight team divisions. Okay, now that makes more sense. I just don't see a realignment for just mm-hmm. because basically that makes more sense. I think you may see a team in Mexico or Puerto Rico, or Havana, or Portland, or Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Vegas is going to get one team, and I I don't know where else can get the other one. Maybe a place. Here's my thing. I think baseball. Raleigh? If, if baseball goes to Vegas, Pete Rose has to go into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Pete Rose does go into the Hall of Fame, though. Um, yeah, Before I think or they, after he's dead? After. That's, that's terrible. It's just the way it's going to go. And I think it's a it's a crime that Shoeless Joe is not in there. Definitely a crime that Shoeless Joe is not in there. Because, I, I mean, many investigations have proven he wasn't a part of it. At best, he didn't say anything about it. But... So Vegas gets one. Where do you see the other team? If we get another team, do the Rays stay and we still get the Expos? 
I think we get a... Or do we get a team in Mexico City? Do we get a team in Havana? Do we get a team in Puerto Rico? So I, I don't see I don't see any uh I definitely don't see Puerto Rico. Okay. Um simply just because of logistics. How so? The travel for a team like the Marlins would be less for them to go to Puerto Rico than it would be for them to play the Dodgers. We're not talking like they're going to London or Honolulu. They're going to Puerto Rico, which isn't that far from the teams in the southeast. So I, yeah. I think I think your logistics is flawed. I don't think Puerto Rico may be the right spot. I think Mexico City is a valid option. But given some of the stuff that has been said in some of their soccer friendlies, I, I don't I don't see that happening. I think you're going to see Montreal and Nevada. And. You're going to see some major realignment with. You're going to see some major realignment. I I don't know if teams are jumping leagues, but you're going to see some realignment. And I okay. think what you're I think what you're going to see is a lot of Montreal retaining what the Expos were and stripping the Nationals of that history. Uh, what would you call them in Vegas? The Gamblers. It seems it seems like a slam dunk there, and it, it would burn the buns of baseball. But I mean, we saw all the problems the Golden Knights had with getting a name. We saw the problems that Seattle had with getting a name in hockey for an expansion team. What would you call them? Big, no, you can't do aces because that's already a team. Say, and you know, you want to say something like. I mean, even the the Rattlers, you know, do you want to be the same snake as the Diamondbacks? So you can't really use anything like that. What I mean, what defines Vegas? Gambling. Strippers. The Sinatras. The Las Vegas Sinners. <laughs> the Las Vegas Headliners. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be, but... I'd be okay with that. The Headliners. I mean, we got ways to go. I think Vegas is is far out from a baseball team. I think they're more likely to get an NBA team first, just because base, baseball is just such a team, such a sport that I will be interested to see if okay. we see the same what? amount of DraftKings and FanDuel sportsbook promo commercials in baseball that we see in football every week. That's interesting. Okay, so let's talk about basketball for a second. They got 30 teams. You you got to think they would expand twice. Vegas gets a team. Who gets the other team? Because I got an interesting take for you right there. Go ahead. Give me yours. This is going to sound like a homer. It's going to be St. Louis. And let me tell you why. Because then the NBA can get out of that 1% of every piece of media that they owe to, uh, God, I can't remember their names, but to the two guys that used to own the Spirits of St. Louis. They have an NBA-ready arena in St. Louis already. It's a built-in fan base and rivalries in Chicago with Indiana, with Memphis. They fit in the Central Division. Yes, St. Louis is a smaller market, but Vegas isn't that big of a market either. And Vegas would have to contend with Utah and the Kings and the Warriors and the Lakers, all in that West. It'd be centrally located. Vegas makes sense. It would be centrally located for St. Louis. It makes sense. So I don't hate that. Um, at all, I will say that the amount of noise that you hear for Seattle to get another team, I think they are first on the list if there is an expansion. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be probably three or four cities that would be involved there. You know, I think Vancouver is in that mix as well. But I would love to have an NBA team back in Baltimore, to be completely honest with you. It'll never happen. Okay, no, because you guys got the Wizards right there. You got Philadelphia right there. I know it. I, they let me finish. You jumped down my throat. I said I know it would never happen besides the fact of Philly, of the fact that we have the Wizards, the fact that we have the, the Nets and the Knicks not that far up the, the coast either. I, I know it would never happen. And the other reason why it would never happen is because the damn city of Baltimore will not do anything with the Baltimore arena. That's part of the reason why – we won't get another freaking team. I don't, now, how about four cities? St. Louis, Seattle, Vegas. What could be a fourth city? Maybe they expand to 34. Maybe they go even all the way to 36. Cincinnati? Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, possibly. I don't think that's terrible. Um, that gives some, That's kind of an area that doesn't really have a team right now, if I'm... No, you're right. The closest one is the Cavs and Toronto, Detroit, I guess, and then the Sixers. But the Sixers are five hours away because Pennsylvania is massive. Yeah. Um, so, so that wouldn't be terrible, like, looking at it, actually. Um, I also don't think Kansas City would be a terrible location. The only thing I worry about with Kansas City is it's kind of in that middle of nowhere kind of thing. And... Do they have an arena? Um, they, they they have do. a they have a small one. The Blues just played the Blackhawks in an expansion t- game there, but I'm not sure the drawing power Kansas City would have. I mean, yes, they, there's nobody in Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, o- I mean Oklahoma City, Colorado, Denver. Well, so your closest teams there are going to be OKC, Denver, and then probably Chicago. Or Memphis? I would say it's Memphis, yeah. Um, But I, I don't hate the idea of one in KC. And I also don't hate the idea of one on, like, the left side of Texas. Texas El Paso? Is, yeah, like El, the El Paso area. And, and I think it's too small. I, I honestly think it's too small. But if you're also trying to pull in that that Mexico market, El Paso wouldn't be that terrible. I think you already do that with San Antonio. I think you do that with Phoenix. I think you. I mean, is this when Tampa Bay gets a basketball team and then and then the and then Orlando's the, too close. Orlando's then, too close. And then the Tampa idea. I mean, if, if you're expanding out that far, you're you're really you're, you're really kind of oversaturating the market. If we're being completely honest. How, how about how about an interesting one here, San Diego? So the, my issue with that is right is now you're going to have a team in. Right, because we're talking about full expansions. You're talking about Seattle. Like, this is just the left coast. I hate calling it the west coast because it's the wrong coast. It's not the Okay, coast, yeah, you would have coast, Seattle, Portland, uh, Sacramento, Golden State, State the Lakers, Lakers, the Clippers, Clippers the Suns, and the Suns, Jazz, all in the same time zone. And Vegas. And now and you Vegas. Add a, and you want to add a team in San Diego. I think that's too much. Well, now let's 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 figure this out. So you got one in Seattle, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight and Utah and Colorado would be 10, 36, 9, 18, 27, Yeah, you need a nine-team division. Okay, so Seattle gets the team in in the West. I mean, not to mention how far is how far is Oakland from 
And they're getting ready to change arenas. They're not playing in Oracle anymore, I don't think. How far is Oakland from San Diego? Yeah. A long ways. Uh, San Diego down towards the bottom. San, Di- San Diego is on the Mexican border, bro. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, that's just – geography was not your strong suit, was it? No. I didn't think so. But let's – that's an – that's an we could go on for days with that. I think Seattle, Vegas, St. Louis, and that order are in line to get are are in line to get it. But after that, if, if the NBA even expands, you know, I mean, we we've seen some movement of teams. Is there any teams that would actually move now, or is the NBA kind of stable? You think? Um, because I mean, I'm looking at the map right here, and do the t- the Timberwolves are are an up-and-coming team. I don't think they move. They've been up-and-coming for 10-plus years. Well, we know the Bucks, the Bulls, the Panthers. Another thing that we're not thinking about, if we're talking about expansions and we're talking about a big expansion like that, Montreal should be. Montreal or Ottawa. I'm going to say Ottawa, no, just straight off the bat. Ottawa's having trouble drawing a hockey team. So Montreal, then. Maybe. I, I don't, I don't I'm just, know. I'm not sure that the Canadians are willing to share their building. I mean, because they're saying, the freaking Canadians. I mean, the Habs are are kings in that city. So if we're talking about places that are up and coming and popular, we would be looking at just broken based off the map. We'd be looking at Seattle, Vegas, Nashville. Well, they got the Memphis Grizzlies, so I don't think Nashville's going to be a thing. I don't. I disagree with you on that. Well, I mean, Nashville does make sense because you have Memphis, you have Atlanta, you have Charlotte, and you have Indiana. Right within, I mean, you got natural border rivalries there. And not to mention Nashville is literally, Nashville is becoming almost like a mini LA as far as the, as far as a hub. Uh, Agree to disagree on that one there. But I mean, they do have an NBA ready arena because the Predators play there. I just, I don't see it. I just, I can't see them expanding that far. I just can't see, I mean, maybe two teams. But four or six, I just feel like. Well, if they go four, they have to go six, I think. But that would be the largest expansion in NBA history. Save when the ABA merged. And even then, I think they only took five teams instead of six. I just, Yeah, I just don't see that happening. You're, uh, th- that would, I mean, would I love to see it? Yes. Do I think Maybe not happen? all at once. Maybe not all at once. I don't think you're going to see Adam Silver come out and say, you know, hey, I need six people to pay $500 billion so they can have an NBA team. But I think maybe over the course of time, you'll see Seattle get a team and you'll see Vegas get a team. I did, So I think Seattle's the next. I think Seattle is before anyone. I, I, me personally, the order that I'm listing them, and you made a great case for, for St. Louis. I'm not, I'm not actually going to disagree with you on that at all. Um, I would say in the order would probably be Seattle, Vegas, and then I would look at a St. Louis or a Kansas City. You made a compelling case for Nashville too, but you know I just realized something because I'm looking at I'm looking at the map here. There's a highway from San Antonio all the way up through Boston where you can draw a straight line where there is nothing. Like you just got teams on both sides of you from San Antonio and then. What is that? Dallas on one side, then Houston's on Houston and New Orleans, and then Memphis, and then Atlanta, and then 
Philly, then Charlotte, then Cleveland, and I guess that's Washington, and the 76ers, and the Pistons. Like, there is a clear line. You can just run a gamut all the way through those teams. That'd be an interesting road trip, you know? And I mm-hmm. guess you can really start with L.A. and Phoenix and make that whole trip, make that check mark all the way through the southwest and up the northeast. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, looking at yeah, I wonder if we're looking at the the same map. There's just a lot. Uh, there's that, a, there's a lot of what is. That was a good conversation though. That's something we should talk about. Possibly maybe. I don't know much about the NBA. No, just doing it like doing a taking the four major leagues and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they can all ex- expansions. I oh. believe they can all expand. Absolutely, they can. Um, I think football is the most likely to do it though. And that should tell you how unlikely I think it is. I mean, I think football eventually goes to 36 and you get a team in London, you get a team in Mexico and you get it. I hate the idea of a London team. Just I know, but I think honestly, Jacksonville may wind up in London. Khan owns, doesn't he owns a, doesn't he own Man U? Yeah, he does. He, he owns a, he owns a soccer team. Yes. A footy team. So, I mean, it's like, but yeah, I, I, I honestly think Jacksonville winds up in LA. I eventually you're going to get a team in Mexico city. I think despite the agreement they have with the CFL, you may get a team in Toronto. You may get a team in an unlikely city. I want to see what happens with this lawsuit. The city of St. Louis has, I think you're going to get a team going back there. And that may be I'll tell you what, baseball has some some room for expansion too, because there ain't shit on the West Coast. You you look at a map, you you look at a map, you have the Rangers, and then on the left side of the Rangers, you have Colorado, Arizona, San Diego, Angels, Dodgers, Giants, Oakland, and Seattle, and that's it. Okay. Um. Are, are we just gonna assume that Vegas gets a team then? Because the Southeast is looking pretty bare as well. I'm thinking it's either going to be Vegas or Portland. It's, uh, it's got to be Vegas. I think Vegas is an up-and-coming city, and, and it just makes sense there. So let's put a team in Vegas. Let's put a team in Raleigh. I don't hate the idea of Raleigh. That's the second time you mentioned that. I don't hate the idea of Raleigh or Charlotte. New Orleans. Because baseball's got to go to 36. And Montreal. Yeah. And then you go the the two eight team divisions. I will say if the, the two if the Rays organization leaves to go to Montreal permanently, Orlando gets that team instead of Tampa Bay. Orlando or Jacksonville. I know they're a good distance apart, but Miami could be kind of for the south south side of the state. Jacksonville could be for the north side. What if we're looking at this all wrong? Maybe Miami's the team that leaves. Because outside no. of the heat, outside of the heat, Miami really hasn't proven that they can back a team that isn't a winner. Because when the Dolphins suck, nobody goes to see the Dolphins. When the heat, well, really, when the heat sucks. The issue with Florida heat. in general is Florida is such a migrant state. So many people just migrate there mm-hmm. that they already have all these other teams that they root for. That's the issue with teams down there in general. I mean, if we're being honest, that's the same thing with L.A. You watch this game tonight, I will bet you any amount of money you want that this is more of a home game for the Raiders than it is the Chargers. 
Well, I, I think that goes without saying because the Raiders travel so well. Well, not honestly, that, the Raiders also used to be in L.A. Yeah, honestly, I am shocked that the Chargers are in L.A. You know, I know they were more than likely going to leave San Diego. I'm shocked they went to L.A. You want me to be honest with you? I would actually love to see the Chargers move to... Say it. Say St. it. St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't think that's still out of the question. Now, like I said, I've talked about this before. Let me paint you a picture. Cronky is named in that lawsuit. Cronky has a, a vested interest in keeping the Chargers in, in L.A. because they're playing in that beautiful jewel of a stadium that he can kiss my ass on. The NF, it would appease the city of St. Louis. It would appease Cronky. It would get him because he could claim this is damaging me by having the Chargers move out of my stadium. St. Louis is happy they get a team back. The Chargers are happy because they would draw. The NFL would probably wind up helping build a new stadium because as much as I love the city of St. Louis, the dome is in the wrong place for a stadium. Granted, it's got highway access, but it's across the street from a casino and it's the North St. Louis is not the greatest. There's a, there's some dilapidated buildings in South St. Louis where it would make sense to put them near the Cardinals. It would make sense to put them near the Blues. They have Metrolink running right through there. They have all of those highways you could get off on with 40 and 44 and 64 and 55 all coming across the bridge at the same place. It makes too much sense for the Chargers not to be in St. Louis in two years. Plus, they can stay in the West. It makes a lot of sense. And you got that natural rivalry with the Chiefs. They don't have to expand. It just makes too much sense. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And that's why it won't happen. That's 100% why it won't happen. All right, let's touch on your your favorite sport here. For some reason, I don't know what it is um, about this season of hockey. Okay. But I'm pumped. And you know I'm not really a big hockey guy. Is it because we're getting fans in the stands everywhere? Full capacity fans in the stands? I think that might be part of it. I think the other reason is, too, is not that football's stale for me or anything, but I'm also – but this is what's going to be interesting. I'm pumped for the left side of hockey. The Western I'm pumped, Conference. I'm pumped to see what what the the Kraken does. I'm pumped to watch. The, Interesting. The um, I'm just I'm excited to see what. Well, if the preseason is anything like what the regular season is going to be, Vegas set the bar too high because the Kraken are going to finish. I don't want to say dead last because they have a lot of talent. I, I I get what you're saying. They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm excited, right? And also, like, being so close to Washington and Philly. And um, so this is – You got you got the Ovechkin fever there, too, because if he stays healthy, chances are in two or three years he's going to pass Gretzky. Yeah. Um. So this is breaking news. I have not told you this yet. Um, the podcast will continue. The Sports Dispatch is going to be going full – my 100% attention um, through the end of the year. I'm not going back to work. Oh. I'm, not wor- I'm not working. I- I'm All not right. working the, the rest. I will still be working at the at the pool hall one or two nights a week, but I am not going back to a full-time job uh, the rest of this year. Find your, so sugar, this is, huh? Find your sugar mama, did you? 
Um, we can talk about the stipu the, the situation <laughs> off the off the recording. Well, I'm glad one of us has money. Because um, Lord knows I don't. I'm a broke bitch. If you'd like to donate to the cause or just to myself so I can have a little bit of joy in my life that doesn't involve Dan, please, by all means, find our Facebook page. It's what, – what is it, Dan? What is our Facebook page? It is The Sports Dispatch, spelled the correct way. All right, and you can find all of our content there. You're going to find multimedia creations on my end, on Dan's end. It's going to be memes. It's going to be funny stuff. It's going to be serious stuff. You may find some articles. We may even try to get Jaime back involved. Wherever you're at, big guy, we'd love to hear from you. You retweeted me the other day. I know you're alive. Give me a shout. Um, Another thing we're going to deal with, the Caps Locks and Chair Shots is on a permanent hiatus. May or may not come back. Things have gotten messy. Real messy. So that may or may not return. But you're going to get us at least once a week, sometimes twice. You're going to get us tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, where we are going to discuss everything that was week four in the NFL. And we're going to give you our week five predictions. You're going to you're going to hear just how great I am at prognosticating the NFL. By the way, I've been above 500 three weeks in a row. Dan can't say that. Yeah. Week two was awful for me. It absolutely was. Week three wasn't your best effort either. I'm winning. Just want to throw that out there. I'm winning. You're not winning for week three. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Oh no, you're. I meant week four. You're not winning. Uh, no, no, you have me, but I can still tie depending on what happens on Monday night. Go Raiders. No, I think I picked the Chargers, and I don't know why. You picked the Raiders. I picked the Chargers. Oh well, there we go. Now I do know why, because. Carr is going to throw for 450 yards tonight. Book it. Book it. And I need him to because he is my fantasy quarterback and I am down 15 points. All right, Dan, do you have any other saved rounds? Anything else you would like to add? Uh, Nothing else right now. Be on the lookout. I'm going to do some studying, guys. And the hockey season starts on the 13th. So uh, I'm going to make Ed's day here. He had no idea this was coming. Uh, I'm going to record a hockey podcast with you and I'm going to know what I'm talking about. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the day after my birthday. So that's a mini birthday present from Dan. I expect a hell of a lot more from you, sir, because I do carry this thing. Oh, and I do more, carry the Facebook page. One more so. thing, guys. The week of uh, – there most likely will not be a show another week in October. Um, I will be away for pool. I will be shooting mm-hmm. in uh, in a world of, in a world qualified event that I, my team qualified for. You can't say shooting if you're going to miss. I don't miss. I don't believe you. Uh, So we have that. May get a guest host, may not. We may talk some professional wrestling because that's getting interesting. With Survivor Series right around the corner. Maybe the Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast comes back. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe we just take a week off. I do not know. But I got to hurry up and get in the shower because I got to give a speech. On how great the Marine Corps actually is. Dan wouldn't know. Dan's too much of a pussy to join the military anyway. Daniel, it's been great hearing from you again. I will see you in about 24 hours for us to talk football. You good? I'm out. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And just remember, if your team's not doing so hot, it can always be the players to be named later who make it better.